Hey there, spooks and ghouls. DJ Deathwish here to talk to you about the spooky songs that hit the top of the charts and the bottom of your hearts. That's right, cats and pumpkins. Halloween songs coming at you right after this break. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Whitney Johnson on 103.1 HWEEN FM. Your number one source for Halloween hits. Kinda creepy. All cool. Okay, so I'm a sucker for holiday music. I'll play anything to get into the mood of the season. While this is more common for winter holidays, with actual radio stations playing nothing but Christmas hits for two freaking months, there's a long tradition of Halloween music. And I'm thinking specifically of a particular type of Halloween music. The Halloween novelty song. You know them, you've sung them, and if you've done the mash... It almost certainly had a monster in it. The first Halloween novelty song hit the airwaves in 1958. And chances are, you've heard of it. Have you heard of The Purple People Eater by Sheb Woolley? Yeah, that's it. That's the first of what became the subgenre of the Halloween novelty song. Okay, so... What's a Halloween novelty song, and how many more times can you say that in a single podcast? Well, we'll see. These songs were mostly doo-wop and decidedly mainstream in sound, and they became ubiquitous for the better part of a decade. Every band seemed to have at least one on each of their albums, and some, well, they created themed bands and had entire albums. You probably know The Purple People Eater and The Monster Mash by Bobby Pickett, which came out in 1962. These are frankly icons of the genre, and both of these songs are upbeat and narrative in form, telling a short, fantastical story with a spooky theme. Both songs also hit number one on the Billboard charts when they debuted, and have since sold hundreds of millions of copies. But they're far from the only Halloween novelty songs out there. And most of those out there, if not all, follow a similar narrative format, telling a Halloween story about how to do a specific kind of dance, or about love, or teenage problems. In fact, except for the spooky spin on the subject matter, most of these songs sound like any other top 40 hit of the time. And top 40 hits they were. While most didn't quite hit the level of success as the Monster Mash or the Purple People Eater, they got a fair amount of airtime and were beloved on jukeboxes, and still are to this day. Here's just a couple of songs that were popular at the time. I Was a Teenage Creature by Lord Luther and the Kingsman, which is pretty self-explanatory. I mean, we've all seen Teen Werewolf, right? Mr. Werewolf by the Cacti's. In this song, the narrator pleads with Mr. Werewolf to not eat him because it'll make him late for his date. Honestly, it seems like a reasonable request to me. There's a creature in the surfer's lagoon by the Deadly Ones. As you might expect, this is a killer surf rock song that tells the story of a super gnarly day bra from the point of view of a surfer who meets a creature in his lagoon. I'll leave you to figure out how that one ends. 
Werewolf by the Frantics is more of a cautionary tale you can slow dance to, with some mood growling. And of course, there's always Be True to Your Ghoul by the Ghouls, a Halloween-themed Beach Boys cover band. I told you some people went all in, and these guys did. They committed for an entire album. Okay, only one, and it's pretty decent, to be honest. And there's even one about the blob. Yeah, the amorphous monster from the eponymous movie. That blob. The song is bluesy and loungy, and it makes you just want to groove and lose all concept of your physical form. Which is, to be fair, kind of perfect. But you know, maybe not consume a city? Or do. You do you. Anyway, there are hundreds of these novelty songs. But... Why? Well, the short answer is the blob, and other monsters like it. This is the heyday of monster movies and B-science fiction movies. The weird and fantastical and creepy were in in a big way. There were action comics and literary magazines popping up everywhere covering this. Why not music too? Sheb Woolley was the first to realize a potential with the Purple People Eater, and the rest is history. Everyone jumped on board, and now we have enough Halloween novelty songs to build a playlist large enough for fall that could rival the playlists for Christmas and winter. So, now that you know they're out there, go find your new favorite Halloween bop. And if it helps, I even made you a playlist to get you started. Just check the show notes for the link. Happy listening! and have a spooky Halloween. Thank you so much, Whitney, for that fantastic Monster Mashy report. I am so excited to produce and put this episode out. It is so awesome. And thank you, listener, for sticking around for, what is it, well over two weeks of September by this point. We are in the back half of the month and ramping up some really cool stuff we're going to talk about. And if you want to stick around and support the show, you can help by going on your podcast app of choice, Spotify, Radio Public, Google Play, whatever you have, and subscribe. Maybe even turn on auto downloading it helps out quite a bit and uh if you want to participate in this week's audience participation episode on friday tell me about some halloween crafts you've done post pictures tell stories we are on Twitter at SpooktemberPod and Instagram at SpooktemberPod. Both places are great places to talk about said Halloween crafts. And until tomorrow, I'll leave you to keep it real and keep it scary. <laughs>